Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello, and welcome to the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Jamie Weidel, travel agent and owner of Pineapple Escapes. And this week, I'm excited to be joined by Aaron, and we're going to be doing a recap of our Pineapple Escapes group trip to Hotel Eshkret, Mexico. This group trip, it ended up being a lot of fun, but I will admit I was pretty stressed on the front end because we ended up with 72 total guests, and somehow I was the fearless leader of this group. It was a lot of work, but it was also a lot of fun. We had seven agents there with their significant others, their friends, our family. And then we also had numerous Pineapple Escapes clients. Everyone kind of arrived at different times, but we were able to meet up for a cocktail party one evening, and that was a lot of fun. It was really nice to see and talk with everyone, and we had special pineapple drinks too, which was really fun. Obviously, hosting a group trip is a lot of work, but this is something that Pineapple Escapes agents can help you with and help you if you are wanting to book a trip with a big group and help ease your stress. We take the stress on for you. Lucky you. So (laughs) if you're looking to host a corporate retreat, a wedding, a family reunion, or any kind of group trip, Pineapple Escapes agents can help. Reach out to your favorite Pineapple Escapes agents or you can email us at info at pineappleescapes.com, and we will be glad to help with any of those different groups. Erin, let's dive into our trip. This week, we're specifically talking about our Hotel Eshkoret group trip that Pineapple Escapes hosted over Columbus Day here in October of 2022. For me, it was definitely a work trip, but I was excited that I was able to bring my family. So my husband, Mike, and my three kids, Bo, Anna, and Clara, were all there with me, and Erin was able to bring her husband, Chris, and their daughter, Whitney, as well. So it was kind of nice to have some of our family there with us to enjoy the resort and everything that was going on. Erin, let's go ahead and start by talking about the resort. You and I had both stayed there previously because we went on a little scouting mission for this group trip in September of 2021, so we had been there together previously. But thinking about your reaction to the property this time, what did you think and how was it different staying with your family versus staying with a group of agents? Eshkret is amazing, first of all. I should be on your bucket list to get there at some point. But yes, so I had been also to Eshkret Arte last year with my husband for our anniversary, but this was our first time at Eshkret, Mexico as a family. And it was my daughter's first time there. So, of course, she loved it. It was amazing. It's beautiful. She really loved the macaws that are out daily. They're at different spots throughout the resort. Some are by um, some of the pools. There's a little area by the kids area where they have the teen club and family club area over there. I know we saw them over there daily. I'm sure there were more spots. But the macaws are beautiful, and my daughter has a little obsession with birds. She loves them (laughs) in general. That might be her career path is dealing with birds. Neat. 
But yeah, she was pretty blown away by it. It was gorgeous. And I think what she loved the most are these selfie stations they have out everywhere where you can go in, scan your bracelet, and take your picture a million times back to back, (laughs) doing different poses, jumping on bridges, doing hair flips. That was probably her favorite part of the resort. Whitney's 13, and my girls, Ann and Clara, are 13. So... In the evenings, we would give them some free time to kind of run around. And some of the pictures from the selfie stations were hilarious. (laughs) I was going through them the other day and I'm just like, oh my gosh, those girls, they had a lot of fun together. So it's fun for them. They were on the cruise together when we did Alaska in the summer. So this was their second time traveling together. So even though Aaron and I don't live close to each other, Our girls have gotten to be friends and they are on Snapchat and different things together. So it's kind of fun for them to get to hang out and spend time together. But yes, they definitely did enjoy the selfie selfie stations. That was pretty funny. Let's talk a little bit about room type. So this time my family ended up, I'm a family of five. So that means we have to have two rooms at Hotel Eshkara at Mexico. We cannot fit in one room. They are limited to four people. I had two rooms and we ended up with Mike and the kids in one room and then myself in another for our actual reservation. But then our rooms were connecting. So Mike stayed over in my room and the kids were in their own room, but our rooms connected. So that wasn't any big deal. We actually had a Riverview room this time and we had little plunge pools that were kind of neat. We really liked where we were in the resort. It was really kind of jungly and quiet and a little bit more reserved, I think, than some of the other areas. So we really enjoyed that for our family. But Erin, what what casa were you in? What room type? And tell me a little bit about the rooms and what you liked. So we were actually in the same casa. We were Casa Biento also. But we were Riverview as well, but I had requested a floor that was up higher. So we were on the top floor. We had floor six. So I'd rather see out and be up as high as possible, personally. But the rooms, I was familiar with them. They're gorgeous. You kind of have an open bathroom, which is very common in all-inclusive resorts throughout the Caribbean and Mexico. The main... Wow factor is their balcony. It has a hammock on it. I thought they used to have two, but ours it looked like all of them only had one. But there's definitely two hooks there. I don't know if they took one down or not. I don't know. But the hammock, everybody used the hammock daily, nightly. Um, <laughs> we were in the hammock a lot. <laughs> and it was pretty hot when we were there. It was pretty humid. But it's still nice to sit out in that hammock and just relax. Yeah, I agree. I know Anna read one day in the hammock for hours. She was just laying there reading her book and relaxing. And that is definitely a nice perk. Some of the people in our group also had ocean view rooms. So they were able to look out over the pools and the ocean. And those are really spectacular views as well. So definitely really nice rooms. Very well done. So obviously we have to talk about the benefits of staying at Hotel Eshkara at Mexico. I think that the biggest perk, I mean, the property itself is gorgeous. You could go and just enjoy the property, but it's also all fun inclusive. Erin, you want to tell us a little bit about what that means? Yes, it's all fun inclusive. So all your parks are included. Eshkara is known for their eco parks. 
and their guided tours. I think everybody loves them in general. They are wonderful, and when you stay at Eskret, they are all included. And almost all of them include your food and drinks, including alcohol. There is a park that does not serve alcohol for safety reasons. And then there's a smaller park that doesn't include food or drinks. But I think the rest of them all include your food and drinks while you're there. And then also with Eskret, they also provide really nice transportation to and from the airport. It is a nice coach bus, if you want to call it, with a bathroom. It's plenty big. It's nice and comfy. They have TVs in there that talks about Eskret. So those are nice, especially when you have to leave and you just kind of maybe want to take a nap (laughs) on your way back to the airport. Um, So we do like those buses as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously, I think we have to talk about the parks a little bit more. So the value added with having these parks included with your stay is really incredible because if you are paying for each of these excursions and the parks in addition to your hotel stay, which if you're staying elsewhere, you are, it really adds up quickly, which is part of why Hotel Escheret Mexico does price a little bit higher than some of your other all-inclusives in the area, but it's because it includes all of these fun things to do, which honestly, for my family with an almost 15-year-old boy and two 13-year-old girls, and I'm sure, Aaron, for you with Whitney, who's 13, for preteens and teens and anybody who's adventurous, this is definitely the way to go. My kids don't want to just sit around all day and read a book on the beach, though they will do that sometimes if you exhaust them enough. They really prefer to be out going and doing. And I think that's one of the big benefits. Erin, what parks did your family go to on this trip? And tell me a little bit about those experiences. Yeah, so we hit quite a few. We did have a busy, if you want to call it, itinerary while we were there. But I made sure in the afternoons we had time at the pool to enjoy that time also. But we did Eskret, Mexico, which is a rather large park. This can be a full day park or we try and make it a half day. And if we have to go back, we will. But Eskret Park is more animal kind of zoo, if you really want to call it that. But they have lots of animals there, not just your birds. But you can walk through, see the different animals. They have a gorgeous beach area that we walk through. And then we paid for a couple of paid activities. There are activities that are not included, but you most certainly do not have to do them. But if you are looking for other things, they have some great options. So we actually paid for the snorkeling tour here where they actually boat you out to a reef. And then you snorkel at the reef. Uh, It's probably about half an hour. I know my daughter had never been out to an actual reef, so that was a first for her. So we did that and enjoyed that. And then we did pay for the um, sharks, hands-on sharks adventure. So we snorkeled with sharks. They are nurse sharks. And then they do a presentation and they actually lay the shark on your lap and you get to pet the shark. And it's, it's pretty cool. So we did pay for those. That sounds fun, I think. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not into the whole sharks and all that, but... We didn't end up doing any of the paid ones, but our families did do cenotes together this time. So that was pretty fun. And I think the kids all really enjoyed it. And I was a little bit braver than the last time we did it, I would say. Don't you think? Yes. Cenotes, (laughs) it's great. I asked which was her favorite and she said cenotes, but then she said explore. 
and then maybe went back to cenotes so but cenotes is pretty it's a full day tour but you're out on a little shuttle vein if you want to call it that with about 20 people and then you go see five different cenotes at four different stops each one's different i think our favorite is the zipline one where you have two different zip lines you can zip line in the water jamie is not a fan <laughs> Uh, but we we enjoyed that the most they have one where you can kayak it's a short course you go down and turn around and come back there's a snorkeling one and then they have one you actually rappel into it's a open cave it's pretty cool that water is chilly very chilly but then at the end you can jump off um a platform into that cave also so that's kind of cool and then the best part is there's a guide or a photographer there that actually follows you around all day and gets all of your action shots. So you get some pretty cool shots from that tour also. Yeah, I think that that one was, it was between that and Senses actually, I think for my kids as to their favorite. So Senses was quite the experience for me. So I'm I'm a chicken. Aaron knows this <laughs> from the first time we went like, I did better at cenotes this time. I did more of the things and my kids are daredevils. So they did all of it without issue, but I'm just kind of a chicken. So at, at senses, there is a section where you go through like a dark tunnel, like to experience your senses, but you can't see anything. So there's like stuff touching you and then your feet are going through like different, like water and over a bridge and through rocks and Oh my, it was awful. It was like a nightmare for me. Like I did it, but I was like, never again, never again. And my kids thought it was great. It just goes to show that if you're not a chicken, this will probably be a lot more fun. But I loved the other side of senses with like the town that is a little bit skewed. I, I don't know what the right word is there for it. It's really hard to explain it a is. lot of these things because they're so different. But then we loved like the little path at Senses too, where you can go down the water slide and there's like a little flying area and then the mud river. I thought that was really neat. We really enjoyed Senses too. So I think for us, it was probably a tie between those. But we also did Explore Fuego. Did you guys do just regular Explore or did you do Fuego? Yeah, we did the daytime, which is just You did the daytime. So we didn't go during the day. We did the nighttime one. And this is all the different zip lines. There's ATVs. There's some water expeditions there and some different things. And that one was fun, too. My kids had never ziplined before, so I think they enjoyed that. I obviously don't like it either, but but I did it. So what did Whitney think? First time with zip lines, and I think that's probably why she maybe said that was their favorite park because she had not done that before. So she really enjoyed that. We did this time because I had been here previously, but on this trip we found the underground expedition because we had not done that before. But this is where the water slides are, and it's a journey to kind of get to them. So you have to walk. Explore is pretty much. To walk around is kind of underneath the ground. It's actually through the caves, and it's a weird system, and it takes you everywhere throughout that park. But that's how we got to the slides, and you have to walk through actually underground on the rivers, which is kind of rocky. So have really good shoes, water shoes for that part. But the slides we did really like, and we did get some great 
selfie um, snaps out of those slides also. So yeah, I'm glad we I did find that. that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't make it over to the slides. So that'll definitely be something on my list for next trip because I do like water slides, believe it or not. Yeah, and they're yeah. actually, if you notice, they were building water slides, like great big water slides. They aren't done yet. And they were still working on those last time we were there in December. So not sure when they're going to open, but they will have really large water slides at this park also. That'll be exciting. That'll be exciting for sure. So you guys went to Shellha too. You and I went to Shellha when we were there, but I didn't go this trip, but you guys did? Yes. We went to Shellha. Last time I had done Tulum and Shellha with Christy actually, but this trip was just Shellha, which is very water-based. There's a uh, inlet from the ocean. You can either snorkel down or they have tubes and you can just float down, which I know we did last time. Mm-hmm. And then there's, as you float down the inlet, there's a couple platforms you can jump off into the inlet if you are brave enough. And they do have uh, the selfie camera that actually gets your picture there also. Um, and then as you continue to float, there's a couple of zip lines. We did those this trip. So we liked those. And Shell Haw's all-inclusive, so it includes all your food. There is alcohol here, so you can enjoy unlimited alcohol and beverages. And here we actually paid for a couple activities also. So here we did the Adrenalina, which oh. is the speedboat. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> it goes out in the ocean and does like fast 360 turns. And then it will also like partially submerge under the water. So an enormous waves comes over the front of that boat. And we were in the front row and it smacks you dead up in the face. There is a photographer that's able to get some pictures, and some of them are pretty good as well. And I think for extra, you could purchase the GoPro video. We did not do that, but we did get the selfie pictures. So that was their favorite thing there was the speedboats. So they said for sure next time, if we go back, they want to do that for sure. But also at Shellha, there is a really tall water slide in the shape of kind of like a lighthouse. And it is a lot of steps up there. There is not an elevator. But there are amazing views up there. And there's some selfie cameras, so you can get some great aerial shots up there as well. And then the slides, we've noticed, are very hit or miss if you go slow or if you go fast. This time, I went really slow, and my husband went super fast. And last time, I went super fast, and my husband went very slow and almost got stuck. <laughs> I don't know what the rhyme or rhythm is there, but they vary. Um, and Whitney also went very slow this time also. She said she had to push herself at some point okay. down the slide. But it is funny. You get great shots up there also. Neat. Well, adrenaline is definitely not for me. We sat and watched that. I don't know. One of the trips that I was on scouting for this and I was like, there is no way you were getting me on that boat. It's when it goes under that I think is. Yeah, that's. It's a little shocking, that yeah. enormous wave into your face. It's pretty powerful. <laughs> I think it's important to mention that, you know, while Aaron's family did pay for some experiences, Aaron's been there several times before. So she was kind of trying new things. But I, I think you can definitely go to all the parks and not spend an extra dime Correct. and enjoy them. Like, I think there's plenty there to enjoy. But if you do want to upgrade your experience. There are lots of other things that you can 
do as well. But all of it's for people who are much more brave than I am. <laughs> no sharks, no, no adrenalina for me. But I do think it's a lot of fun. And I enjoyed watching the boat. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely not my thing. I think that we've talked about the parks pretty well. I mean, and you can go back and listen to some of our past episodes where Aaron went through the different parks and talked about them in more detail previously in other episodes. So definitely a big perk of Hotel Ashgore at Mexico, though, is those parks. But let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the food. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm a foodie. I love to eat. Food is my joy. So one of the comments that Mike had while we were there is that of all the all-inclusives that he and I have been to, he really enjoyed the food at this resort the best of any that we have been to. The food is a little bit more upscale, and I think that's probably why Mike and I enjoyed it more. But my kids didn't go hungry either. Anna had her butter noodles, and she was a happy little girl, and Claire and Bo were able to find stuff too. So I do think it's a little bit more upscale. So if you have picky eaters, that's something to kind of think about. You're going to have to kind of play with it a little bit, but there are lots of options, and you definitely won't go hungry. So Aaron, what was your favorite resort on property? And tell me a little bit about your food experience during your trip. Sure. I think our favorite will always be the Brazilian steakhouse there. It's called Las Cuevas. I know. I think we each went a couple times while we were there. That's where they bring you out all your meats as much as you want. You have it on red or green. And then they bring it on the skewers or swords, I guess. And then they shave off the mount that you want. And then on the side, they have a salad bar, a pasta bar, a soup bar, a bread bar, a sidebar. <laughs> all the foods you want, you can find it here. So we all enjoyed that. And then the best was probably the dessert, which is the molten lava cake, which I think everyone ordered. So that was definitely a favorite there. I know uh, Zin Zhao is their Asian Chinese one. I was actually not able to get reservations at a decent time. It was either at like 4.30 or 10.30, <laughs> which was not working for me. So we actually didn't eat there this round. But I had been there previously with Jamie and Christy. And it was really good. We just didn't make it this trip. But quick funny story. We went down by the beach at Las Playas one night for dinner. And Whitney and I got all excited on the appetizers was listed grilled cheese. <laughs> and us normal Americans would assume grilled cheese sandwich, even though it clearly did not say grilled cheese sandwich. But they brought it out and it was literally a chunk of grilled cheese with some chimichurri <laughs> sauce on it. And we both looked at it and just started laughing because <laughs> it clearly was not grilled cheese sandwich. It was grilled <laughs> cheese. Yes. But Chris's entree, he also ordered whatever the steak was that night with baked potato. So we assumed American baked potato and it clearly was not either. It was a baked potato that they had cut up and literally baked. So essentially, it was a baked potato broken up into pieces and baked. So it was a baked potato, just not like he was hoping for with the butter and sour cream. Just a, a funny note about that restaurant. Well, I, I do think it is definitely, you know, it's not American. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> Mexican chefs. And they do try. Like the hamburgers at the little cart oh, yeah. out by the pool are... Very Americanized, very good cheeseburgers. 
the pizza at Las Playas at lunch. They actually had a brie and fig pizza with balsamic that I, and arugula, I thought that was amazing. And my kids could get plain cheese or pepperoni, and they really liked that at lunch. And obviously, we ate with you at Las Cuevas twice (laughs) and had, you know, molten chocolate lava cake and and all of that. And the mashed potatoes there are also really amazing. They were. I think there's plenty of options. One of the things that I really enjoy is the little stands that are kind of by the main pool. So there was a crepe stand that was open in the afternoon, and then they had ice cream out there as well. I had the ice cream like two or three times, I think, and it was really good ice cream. Like it's delicious. One day it was like orange and vanilla, and I got a scoop of each, and it was like dreamsicle heaven. But I feel like they do a really nice job with their little carts. Sometimes they have a lote. They have a lot of different little things, and I think they do a nice job with that. Yeah. Real quick, Chibali is their kind of kid-friendly restaurant. They do have a candy store set up in there, so you can go out there and grab as much candy and cotton candy as you like. We ate here for lunch a couple times when we came back from the parks. Burgers there were really good. Pizza, pasta. Chris tried the buffalo chicken salad. And it was a Mexican version of that. But he said it was the best chicken ever. So he really liked that. So that restaurant is really good. And especially if you have little kids, it's... Oh, and their milkshakes. We did get milkshakes. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. And then they put sprinkles around the edge and a donut on top with whipped cream. So not the healthiest. (laughs) But they are really good. (laughs) (laughs) But delicious. Not healthy, but delicious. Yes. We did stop at the candy store several times and got cotton candy. And then the kids also reported back from the teen club that there were snacks and candy and different offerings in the teen club. So they were very excited about that as well. But overall, I feel like Hotel Escort Mexico does food and drinks very well. And you definitely will not go hungry at all. So that is definitely not something that you need to worry about there. I also want to mention that while we were there, Kate, Lauren, and I were able to tour Hotel Escaret Arte, which Aaron has stayed at previously, and we toured Casa de la Playa. These are both sister properties for Hotel Escaret Mexico, and it was really neat to see and experience these properties and tour them. I really feel like the more that I can see and do, the more I can help my clients pick the right resort for them. And Hotel Escort Mexico isn't the right property for everybody. If if you just want a property to go and relax, this is a beautiful property. But if you're not going to take advantage of the parks, it's, I'm not sure that this is where I'm going to put you. So that's kind of something to think about is that's why we travel. That's why we go is so that we can see and explore and be able to help our clients find the right fit for them. So we are already discussing hosting another Hotel Escaret Mexico group trip in 2024. And we'd love to have you join us if this is something that you're interested in, or if you're just planning your own stay to Hotel Escaret Mexico or to Hotel Escaret Arte, we'd love to help you make it perfect. If you're interested in our group or your own trip, you can send us an email and we can help you with all of those details. So before we go, though, I do want to talk a little bit about our Crushed It this week. So I actually have a couple things 
that I want to point out. And Aaron, you can jump in if there's anything else. But I think packing for the Eshkret parks is really important. And this time I wish I would have had more swim shorts because I only packed two pairs and I could have definitely used more. But water shoes, I think, are a must-have. And I'll have a link in our show notes for these. But critical, you need water shoes for the parks. A rash guard, I found that so helpful, especially at cenotes with the harnesses and stuff. Sometimes it just rubs you the wrong way. So it's nice to have all of that with the life jacket and everything. And then swim shorts. And I know that, you know, especially young people who are adventurous like to wear their bikinis and stuff, but you want to be covered because especially like at Explorer and Explore Fuego, when you are zip lining into the water and you're all harnessed up, if you don't have on shorts, that is not comfortable at all. So Aaron, any other packing pieces that you would add for this? Just a quick note on the water shoes. You know, we've used cheaper water shoes for the last couple of years and ours, Chris and I's kind of disintegrated while we were at Shell Ha, which was our last park. So ours got left at Shell Ha. <laughs> so we will be investing in some nicer ones because we do plan on going back. Um, and the cheaper ones will work clearly for a couple of years. And then after that, you might need some better ones. The t-shirts, the rash guards, for sure. Whitney was like, oh, I don't know. And then she was super glad she had one. So. Yeah. And then with Eshgrip, we forgot to mention that they do have wristbands that act as your key. You scan them for your selfies. So you do have to wear these all the time. So it might be also helpful to have the little um, bands that go over the bands themselves. That probably didn't come out right. But <laughs> we use them a lot <laughs> <laughs> for um, like the magic bands at Disney. They have the little pieces that go over your bands. We did invest in those. And I think they were like $8 just to help hold those on. Because I did not put one on my Fitbit. I don't know why. Didn't think of it. And I lost my Fitbit in the cenote. <laughs> it is at the bottom of a cenote. So I clearly had the part I needed and did not put it on the Fitbit itself. So mine is gone now. Yes, that is definitely one of those risks with the cenotes. <laughs> it ends up at the bottom of everything. Yes. But definitely a few things that you need to pack. And we do have a full packing list for... Um, Hotel Ashkaret. So I will put that in the show notes for you. But I do agree about the water shoes too. The girls had like the cheaper kind and I wore actually Keens. And I felt like I was a lot more stable on a lot of the different, especially when we were zip lining, that was really nice to have. So I'll put some links for that in our show notes. So those will be ready for anybody who's headed that way. Thank you, Erin, for joining me today as we have discussed our group trip to Hotel Eshkoret, Mexico, and our plot and plan for yes. the next trip, which will be coming up in 2024. And you can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. And our site includes a link to all of our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus a lot more about Hotel Eshkoret and the Eshkoret Parks plus information about all of our agents and links for our social media. And we'd love to have you join our community on Facebook, Instagram, any of those things. We're there and would love to talk to you more about anything travel related. So anyway, bye guys. Bye. 
We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.